next week. <laughs> we could have another place to see concerts here as early as uh, next year. Um, and my dad will be here. I finally got in touch with him. Uh, I, I think, when was this, like two years ago? Don't talk about the family. If you have to talk about the family, maybe you shouldn't have a podcast. He said some nonsense like that. Um, he will be here. He and I have not spoken in five days or so. Um, he doesn't pick up his phone. He is not, I understand, he is not like us with his phone in hand or nearby at all times. Um, it became irritating, as I think we all kind of get irritating. I call him, and then sometime in the next uh, 30 to 120 seconds, he calls me back. But at that point, I'm calling Alex up. There are times where I have called him up to seven straight times. Didn't let didn't let it get to his voicemail. Hang up, call again. Did that six more times. And I, I'm, I, I, he doesn't text, so I can't say, Dad, I'm going to text you. Um... And I almost always call him in this pretty tight window late morning before I'm heading into work. And then he calls me when I'm already working. So I just kind of threw my hands up with it. I did get him today. um, And he is coming to visit for this thing that Alex hinted at a couple of weeks ago. I have to give a speech. Um, I have, it was going to be in two parts. I needed to hold off on the dad part. I knew he was coming. The other part is written. But the dad part is going to be... Dad, I'm sorry. He's never seen me speak like this. Uh, And I have to give a thank you speech. um, And I'm going to apologize to him for something that has been on my mind for... uh, 31 years. And you've heard me say, we don't do the intimate emotional stuff. I'm going to hit some of those notes Monday. He's also, what else? What else? He said, I told him, by the way, dad, he's driving in on Sunday. I'm like, dad, don't worry. The Phillies play at night. We'll even watch the game. But also it's, it's eight 30. I was kind of trying to dissuade him from coming. I like my brother. I don't love 74 year old, totally healthy guy doing that trip. But God knows he does it a hell of a lot slower than I do. And his dog is annoying. It's not a like dad it's 8 30 to 10 30 and oh yeah by the way knows he said what he said what can i wear i said not sweatpants and not a t-shirt so um i will maybe read that to you next week because alex said i can't make any of this public yet but dad's on the way i did interrupt him today in the middle of a pretzel run i was like dad hit the you know i've had what hit the philadelphia soft pretzel factory It'll truly be a great birthday gift. You can find me the Rita's Mango Water Ice flavored beer. No, the beer that's flavored like mango water ice. Yeah, that's it. Uh, We knew that Jared Anderson was going to fight here with Huntington Center July 1st. Uh, The Italian Bowl is within that shadow as well. Fireworks will be everywhere. I'm going to be at the Mommy Perrysburg one. I think we're doing the show live. We're doing a show live then. So now we know who Jared Anderson will fight. I cannot... I struggle to pronounce this this gentleman's name. Um, Zahn, Z-H-A-N or Zahn, Kosabutsky, K-O-S-S-O-B-U-T-S-K-I-Y. This is um, a bigger deal now that I've given it some more thought. Uh, Jared is 6'4", 247. Zahn, Zahn is 6'3", 240. Um, between the two fighters, only one 
one opponent has lasted the distance, uh, a six-round bout for Anderson's opponent in 2018. He is uh, Jared's 14-0 with 14 knockouts. This guy is 19-0 with 18 knockouts. Um, check out this line. Da-da-da-da. Anderson, in his prior fight, Anderson unloaded 100 punches in the opening round versus Forrest. Uh, and his his fan-friendly style is made for TV. I am telling you, you know I don't like going to big eventful things, but I kind of want to go check this out on July 1st. Also, the first week of July is dead on the sports calendar. It's the middle of baseball season, so no. By the way, baseball games are faster this year. Um, nothing happening with football. Training camps are later on in July. Hockey's over. Now, there might be some basketball free agency, but overall, there's a pretty big gap in the sports calendar. So it is possible for uh, like 15-minute segments, but Toledo could have a nice little sports spotlight on it in early July between uh, the guy who could be the next great heavyweight boxer. If he, if he wins this fight, I mean, we're getting real, real close to nerdy things, boxing nerdy things, and I don't even know a lot of, like, not Tyson, but, like, Evander Holyfield, Riddick Bowe, Lennox Lewis is probably the last big heavyweight that people would, would tune in for, and I'm so sorry if, like, there's Klitschko's and stuff, but I remember, like, Lennox Lewis. Jared could be that, and the Italian Bowl is going to be maybe a little gimmicky, but it's here, and we'll support the heck out of it. Here, you know, we, we kind of, we do make fun of these dumb laws, um, in, in like these tiny little towns that, that they have laws or municipal codes that have been left on the books since like 1817. It's like you're not allowed to have a yellow ostrich living in your home on odd days of the year. We have one of those. But thankfully, city council wants to change it. And Lieutenant Davis from Toledo Police said he doesn't ever think it's been enforced. There's a section of the municipal code going back decades that makes it a misdemeanor to throw pitch, toss, knock, or bat any ball in or along the street lane or highway in the city or play any game of ball therein. This wrecks my heart. Why? Because when I was, and I know kids don't play anymore. They don't play outside. Everything is so organized. And I guess I'm kind of getting on that because I have read some things, I trust things I read, that say, Kids need to just have, like, free play. Even if that's just, like, young kids. Free play. Let their, to stretch their imaginations. And to, to get in a little bit of trouble. And, and to... Not devastating trouble, but... Stretch the boundaries. And stretch their imagination. And it helps them grow. Um, and also, I think a lot of these organized activities... And I don't know this for, for certain, but... I know they're freaking expensive. And... Man, do you need to be spending all that money. Like, is all that travel this, travel that... Worth it... Um, and I guess kids still play outside, but we're talking real little kids. So this hurts my heart because when I was growing up as a kid on, on Foster Street, um, where my house was, it was like the all sports stadium. Like when, um, the, the group, the kids, there was Sean and Philip and Craig and Kenny and Trevor, we'd always had a basketball, uh, hoop up. In fact, uh, a couple of neat stories. One time my dad, my dad put it on one of the electrical poles. And a UPS truck came by and blasted it off. And then I guess he got alerted from the city. He's like, you can't have this stuff hanging over. And you actually can't have this up all the time. And it can't be stationary. 
So we got us one of like the the sandbag hoops where you, it, it's mobile. Um, but my house, where I was, it was kind of like a a T, like the street went north and south, and then there was a uh, east and west. Well, actually, just one direction west or whatever it was coming from my house. So we had all this open space. So wire ball, we threw balls, tennis balls up at wires, not shoes. That's the sell drugs, right? Um, wiffle ball. Uh, football, obviously basketball, and any other kind of ball we played. Um, the neighborhood kids on Foster Street, it was happening at my house. Like, my house was the all-sports, it was like the Madison Square Garden. And then, um, you'll remember this. Car! Yeah. Um, so I'm glad City Council wants to get rid of that. Uh, (laughs) surprising, I guess? Um, Frank LaRose, he's the guy that runs the elections here in Toledo, right? Um, he has, uh, ruled, he's a secretary of state, he has ruled that the citizens of Waterville will not be allowed to vote on the amphitheater. I cannot get into the legal minutiae. I guess I'm kind of surprised he is a Republican. I thought he would side with people who were probably mostly Republican in Waterville, but whatever. He, he is following, following the law. And uh, Hunter Brooks, uh, I, I, I thought they were going to, the people of Waterville against this, the opponents are going to kick this can down down the road far enough where the developers are going to be like, never mind, can't do it. Just like tie it up in the courts, as they say. Um, developer Hunter Brooks previously told TOL he plans to start construction as soon as next week. The amphitheater is on track in 2024. It's over. That's it. We won. There's nothing stopping us from building the amphitheater if we choose to do so. Um, ba 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 ba. I think there was also some things in the Blade article talking about how there was a lawsuit pending or coming, and uh, Secretary of State LaRose said, I know that's coming, but th- this seems to be dead. Uh, gonna get an amphitheater, and personally, I like that. Um, a few more quick things. We've talked about this briefly before. Uh, an article hit my timeline today. When will I retire? How about never? I've long been of this mindset for a couple of reasons. I remember, I was just talking with someone about this recently, um, in the mid to late aughts. Yeah, I was living and working in Allentown at that point, 2006, 7, 8, 9. remember my dad imploring me to save. I think at first I was making 35 grand, and then I eventually got up to 45. Um, my dad was imploring me to save. Now, I was late 20s and, you know, I, old age, retirement. Like, not, that was like more than decades off. It felt like centuries off. So I just kind of dismissed him. I, I knew that saving was important, but I thought I had enough. And I think I might have had like six grand, six grand in the bank. And when I would buy stuff or pay bills, I'm like, as long as it doesn't go below four, I'm okay. But then I, I look back and I think I even recognized this at the time. Now, now the only ir- irrespond, the only ridiculous bill I had, I thought where I lived for $700 a month was pretty crappy, Um, but all my bills were in line, and I've always been pretty financially responsible. All my bills were in line, except for my exorbitant car payment. I kept getting underwater in cars, so rolling payments into other ones, and I think there were, God, I had a, I went from a Honda Pilot to a gray Tiburon, like 2007. Then I got out of that to go to a, a red Genesis. That's the one that had its wheels stolen outside of my apartment. That was 
probably high 300s, maybe low 400s. And then, I think you had them here too, but like 2010 and 11, it was some of the worst winters ever. It was like the winters we had here in like 13, 14, 15. And I got spooked into getting out of that sports car and needing something with four-wheel drive. And I think I had a $510 a month car payment. Um, now I I am jarred. I, I step back. I have to catch myself when I hear people that have payments over 500. My boss has an $800 car payment, but she can afford it. Um, but if you're not driving like if you're not driving like what a hundred and ten thousand dollar car and you have a six seven hundred eight hundred eight hundred dollar a month payment, we gotta have a talk. We I you gotta I gotta get you in touch with Paul. But I got spooked into that, and I kept that Mazda for a while until you know Paul got me. Paul waved his car pixie dust on me, and I think he actually did save me some money, and I got into a Ford Escape. Point being here, um, I don't think. I had the money to save then. I didn't wasn't doing a 401k or anything. Um, I'm like, Dad, I, I, what do you want to save? Like, most of this, and I didn't spend freely. I didn't save. I didn't overspend. It was right in the middle. But I, I don't think I had enough to, I think what, I think my mindset at the time was, I'm going to be, be able to save so little it doesn't matter. So, this article, will I, how, when will I retire? How about never? I also thought that. I also thought for two reasons I was going to work forever because I had always heard these rumors that there ain't going to be no social security. It's going to run out before you get to it. Also, work has been too important in my life. That's why I let it go sideways. My mood doesn't go sideways. It plummets. Um, and I'm just afflicted with that that curse. I just figured, I, I, what, what would I do? I was 27, 28 years old thinking of what, like, 67, 77-year-olds go, now I'm retired. What the hell do I do? I was 50 years younger going, what else would I do? Um, so let me throw, did I read this whole thing? Um, I'm an ancient millennial. I've said this since I was making 45 grand in 2009. My car payment was idiotic, but all my other costs were responsible. My dad always told me to save. Save what? Oh, what did I always say? I'm going to work till I die because I'll have to. I'd also be bored, and uh, uh, what's that? And my A and D had me expected. Oh, my anxiety and depression um, had me thinking that I'm not going to make it to retirement retirement age anyway. Um, there's all that for today. Do we have anything else to touch on? Oh, While well, I're up three nothing, uh, and here's the crappy thing about the ECHL playoffs. I'm pretty sure Cincinnati, the best team in the league, is going to win their series and they will face the Walleye. The Walleye will have to go there. They'll be on the road for more games than at home. They're the best team in the league by far. Um, If the Walleye can get by them, it will be smoother sailing. Not smooth sailing, smoother sailing. Because it's possible that in that series, it could be so grueling they could get past them but still lose to a lesser team because they're just out of gas um, in the later rounds of the Kelly Cup playoffs. Thanks for listening today. Let's go Waterville Amphitheater.